You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast. And welcome to the Fanboy Garage. I'm Chris Lasanti, joined by my co-hosts, Vanana. I'm back, Beatrice. And Aaron Varola. <laughs> Yo, what's up, folks? Welcome to episode 133 of the Fanboy Garage. We are back on video. We are back on audio because we never left you. But we have a show to give you guys today, this week. Oh, WandaVision continues to just... Oh, just <laughs> Do some crazy stuff to our brains and others. Uh, what else are we talking about? TV shows, more movies, trailers, a crazy-ass trailer that we'll talk about related to Mortal Kombat. But uh, let's get started with another episode of WandaVision. So, Banana, welcome mm-hmm. back. Thank we you. you. Aww, I missed you guys, too. Yeah. So, tell us, what did you think? Because we have not heard your voice in a couple of weeks. Tell it's- us about WandaVision. It's been so painful to watch WandaVision without like, like I look forward to that morning because I watch it in the mornings now, which which so I don't beat you to it. Yes. So you don't beat me <laughs> to it, which also tells you how much I like it, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know why Aaron was watching The Mandalorian at like 6 a.m., even though at that time I had to wait for someone else to watch it. But anyway, <laughs> um I was just so mad that for the past two weeks, I was like, oh, I can't talk to them about it on Sunday. Um, But this latest episode, just holy cow. I mean, you know, spoiler alert, whatever reveal was at the end. We we knew that was like kind of coming, you know, with Agatha Harkness. But uh, I just... I just think the show is so much fun. I love this week's episode um, nod to like Modern Family and yeah. doing that whole like talking to camera interview. Mm-hmm. Um, you really got to see them play up like their quirkiness and comedy. And then we have like Darcy Lewis trapped in this world now. And I love that her and Vision are teaming up. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of like his storyline is is splitting from Wanda's, which is really interesting. Yeah. That were which I felt like started happening, you know, a couple episodes ago. Uh, so, yeah, like solid, solid, good stuff. I just I don't know what's gonna happen next, but uh, shoot, yeah. we only have like a couple episodes. Left. I think there's like two, two more episodes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think the next episode they're gonna they're gonna tell us how we got here. I think that's gonna be the and I'm just, you know, speculating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like, let's rewind. Let's see how we all got into this hex. What Agatha's, you know. It would make uh, sense, right? Yeah, role yeah. would be. And then the last episode is going to be the all-out war. Yeah. Um, where things get settled and we figure out, you know, how they fight back. If they yeah. fight back. I mean, this was the they'll, end. They'll we would think this is the end of the sitcom concept, right? Yeah, uh, and it went out in glorious fashion with the the Agatha Harkness, Agatha all along, <laughs> monsters yeah. theme that was awesome. slash logo. That was it was great. it was goofy and quirky and weird, but like in all the the fun ways, you know, and um, just kind of showing how she's been 
uh, which we thought, uh, well, we, we assumed that, that Agnes was going to be Agatha Harkness, right? right? We didn't necessarily know that she was, she was the one doing all of these things. Right. right. Which we did find out. Um, and that was fun, uh, including killing the dog, which was like, wow, yeah. geez, they went there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and as you could see, see, the, here's the thing. So this Agatha Harkness, even though it was something we've expected almost from the beginning, now that it's out there and it's official, like, we have two episodes left. Not to say that this is going to be the end necessarily of this storyline or right. of, of many of these characters, but, like, it's very easy to go down that rabbit hole now <laughs> when you start to figure out, like, well, what else is this going to connect to and what else does this go you know, because the connections between Agatha Harkness and the Marvel Universe are like, I mean, she was the nanny for yeah. Reed Richards and, and Sue, right, Franklin Richards, which is their son. She was their yeah. nanny for them. Uh, she ties in with two um, Scarlet Witch and Vision's children. Right. right. And the things that happened there. Who are now missing. Who are now, right. And, and she, in the comics, she makes them disappear, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Right, because they were, yeah. So, I mean, these are all these things. So it's like, it's very easy to start to go down these rabbit holes and try to think like, wow, well, what else is this going to lead to? Um, you know, she, her son is one of the main villains for of Fantastic Four, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, who, so, I mean, there's there's just so much. And I don't know what they're going to wind up getting into. The little mid-credit scene that we got, right? So it was the first one mm-hmm. that we've gotten. Yeah, uh, you know the first couple of episodes, I I kind of fast forwarded through the credits expecting to see one, and we didn't get it. And now that right. we're kind of sort of back in the proper MCU, right, where we're out yeah. of the sitcom stuff, we get our first mid credit scene. And I mean, there are people even you know throwing out all kinds of theories about that, right? And yep. Like, what does that mean? Is is Pietro like? What does that mean for his character and and all of this? So I've I've seen people say, oh, is that her son? Is it? Is it Mephisto? Is it this? Is that? Is mm-hmm. it? Is he still? Are we going to ever find out? Like, is it? Did they pull him out I mean, of the X Men universe I, I, and all of this stuff? Like, the, you know, we had the Nexus thing with the the pills with the commercial, yes. which that plays a very big role in the multiverse concepts and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So there's just so much to, and I'm trying not to to get too deep into all of these theories and stuff because I've made that mistake before with television shows and because Marvel doesn't. Historically, the MCU has taken inspiration from major storylines that from the comics, but they've really not been faithful to a lot of them, right? No. They've done their own versions. Um, so you, you really don't want to get too caught up because then you're going to, you know, wind up um, like mandering in manderinging yourself basically where it's like you build mm-hmm. something up and then it's like well they went in a different direction and i'm automatically going to hate it because it's not what i was expecting type of thing like right. you don't want to do that um and i think they're going to do things like that so you know who knows and then the yeah. whole monica rambo thing i mean we got to see her now she has her powers full on now um that was awesome. That was that was like such a powerful scene. We got a lot in that episode. Yeah, I mean, we got a we got a villain reveal and a new superhero reveal, which is great. Yeah, all in thirty thirty two minutes. Yeah, a lot happened <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, yeah. That was um that was pretty sweet. Um, you know, I think uh, 
oh god the thing about pietro is so interesting to me because i i'm of the mind that they wouldn't have cast evan peters without without reason right right like there's there's some unless they just want to like mess with our brains which i hope that's not what they're doing and then to your point chris i'm because of some of the reveals that have happened in this this episode I don't want to get myself in the place where I'm like theorizing all of these things because, hey, I know a guy who can build this for me. And last episode, I was like, oh, it's going to be Reed Richards, blah, blah. And it's just some other soldier who I don't even care about. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, I built this awesome truck. Is it up to your specifications? I'm like, that would have been an awesome opportunity right. for Reed Although, Richards to pop up. But again, the, there are still connections to Fantastic yes. Four here yes, in the show. So. 100%. Yeah, mm. and Nick Fury and Scrolls because those are all part of Sword to some extent. So, ah, oh, yeah, but this this episode, holy cow! Like, it was um, initially when I first watched it, I was like, that was we that was a little a little weird. Like the whole oh, you know, who's been messing messing it up all along, and they kind of give Agatha her own show. I was like like kind of thrown off from the whole thing totally knowing that that's probably where we were going with it but once yeah. they did it i was like oh man that's that's kind of crazy because she moves from from color into black and white right and everything has been stitched and i'm like oh my god i gotta go back and watch every episode to see if there's something off but and there is you know and i mean and we've been saying it like there's always something there's always been something off with with Agnes and when they pull up all of the faces for every citizen within Westview, she's the only one that doesn't have one. Right. Um, so, so there's that. And then, and then there's the, and um, the timing of things too. Right. So like when the twins are born and then when the twins get older and then when Pietro shows up, like those, the timing of that, a lot of that coincided with moments where things were about to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where Vision she, was starting intervenes. to yeah, Vision yeah. or yeah. somebody else was saying like, "Hey, what's going on here? Like, this right. doesn't make sense." Right, and I mean the whole aging thing. Like, there's theories that she's putting, you know, putting some potion on them when she's spraying them as she's doing mm. her little mm-hmm. her little lunges or whatever, um, and then they age up. And then obviously there's the the comfort that Wanda felt with showing her magic around. Agnes um you know so like when the kids age sure you know there's that that thing and then then even her playing into like oh do you want me to take that line again there have been there have been episodes every almost every episode clearly where she's intervened or she's manipulated something right like she she made it seem like Wanda was in power she made it seem like she's in control right but meanwhile she was so like she's She's been controlling her Right, exactly. She's been manipulating Wanda, making her think that she's in control. Yeah, yeah. The and, whole. I mean, even even when she uh, in the second episode, when when Wanda discovers the the sword, um, uh, drone in mm-hmm. the bushes, she's right. The there. moment she's pulling in, she's focusing on that. Agnes comes into frame and is like, "Oh, it's the star of the show," and snaps her right out of that moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so yeah, clear, clearly Agnes. And uh, again, we 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 were right in in terms of who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It was funny, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel a couple of weeks ago had interviewed the actress who plays Agnes and had asked her straight She's out, are you playing brilliant. Agatha Harkness? And she had like a drink and she was like, blah, 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 like, like chugging the drink. <laughs> like, what do you, wait, what was the question? Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's still, so there's a lot to this because it's like, so first of all, you know, in the comics, Agatha Harkness is really not a villain. No, she, she's she more mentors. of a mentor. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, there have been times where actually Scarlet Witch has kind of taken on the more of a villain role. Right. Yep. Than she has. And so there's we have and to figure can. out that now. Right. So where are they going? Right. So they have a couple of episodes to tell us, like, what's really happening here? Yeah. Is she a villain in this story? Is she not? Like, is she mentoring her? Is she under the control of something else? Like, all that purple and stuff like that that we saw? Yeah, like I mean, something's which clearly... is very, very similar to the mind control that she would put on Tony Stark, that she put on all of the Avengers in Age of Ultron. So if you watch, because I went back, after, after like, Agatha hits her with the purple, the purple haze, pow. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And her eyes kind of do the cloudy thing. You see the veins... I went back, watched Age of Ultron. She does the same shit Wanda does to the Avengers. Mm. It looks exactly the same. Right. Mm. The other eyes. thing is, right, are, right. is Mephisto going to factor into this at some point? Yeah. In this show, meaning. And whether he factors into the unit. Like, so here's, because the thing with this show, and this is something that might actually frustrate um, viewers. And, and again, I don't want to get ahead of things here, but like seeing where this thing may be headed. And, and I know that um, the actress that plays uh, Monica Rambo, uh, she was saying that like the ending is kind of like sad and it's beautiful mm -hmm. and sad or something like that. Mm -hmm. But like the amount of things that this show is supposed to be setting up, right? Like this show is going to tie into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right, it's going to tie into Captain Marvel too, because we know that Monica Rambo plays a, a big role in that movie, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to tie into the Loki show. It's going to tie into the Spider Man movie in some way, shape, mm -hmm. or form. So, like, there might be a lot of things that are just kind of left unresolved at right. the end of this as we move forward and and start to slot things from this show, whether it be characters or elements into these other. Right. movies where it's going to continue to grow and expand that might frustrate some people but like we don't know exactly how much we, as they have two episodes left and seemingly still have a lot to cover like we don't really know how much is going to be like where this show is going to leave off it may yeah. not leave us off in the most satisfying place ever um you know i i hear you but in true Marvel fashion, I mean, the first Iron Man leaves us with Nick Fury sitting on the couch of Tony Stark and is like, I'm, you know, I'm pulling together a team and everyone's brains are like, right? So naturally, every every iteration or every sort of episode within this larger hero narrative is going to play to a bigger Avengers team up movie, right? I think that... The elements that I would love to see happen are clearly the the twins disappearing. And mm -hmm. this is the break of Scarlet Witch, of, you know, Wanda. Wanda loses her mind over the loss of her kids and fractures. I mean, and this is very much what happens in the comics. Fractures the multiverse, which impacts 
the rest of the heroes. Um, maybe a great opportunity to say this is the what if series, right? Like, you know, kind of use some of the existing stuff that they've made. And this may be the plan. Who knows? Um, but I would love for that to happen only so that they can. And I mean, we're seeing the ripples of the young Avengers kind of making their way. So Kate Bishop, um, you know, the, the young Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. all of these new characters who are, uh, will essentially become the team up version of the young Avengers, I think are going to be awesome only for her kids to pop back up in that and sort of teenage form as they do in the comics. I think it would be awesome. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think vision, if I were speculating, I don't think vision makes that out of this thing. Right. Cause clearly, yeah, he can't exist. He can't exist without the Mind Stone, or maybe he can, but like him attempting to escape the Hex and falling apart is clearly because he's not alive. She's right. She's manufactured him in some way, but there is that trailer where we see the Mind Stone coming back together. So who knows? Mm. Who knows? I don't think he makes it out alive either. I, I mean, Paul he... Bettany. Damn, Paul Bettany is like <laughs> the A plus character in this entire show. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> he's so so good. It's like, yeah, I, I yeah, Paul Bettany is like they. they I mean, honestly, yeah, honestly, his own show. both of them. Like, I I never personally I never liked Elizabeth Olsen. I mean, she's know. an Olsen. It wasn't even. I don't know. I think just like the the in the beginning movies, her she had a Russian accent. You know, and we talked Sokovian. about this and like and like fine Sokovian. Um, and then all of a sudden, she just like randomly drops it, and Which that's always that, that out. always bothered me. And you know, her character was never like such a big character until we got to you know Infinity War and Endgame where we really, really saw like her powers and what she can do. And they gave her a lot more screen time, you mm-hmm. know, than in the other movies. But in this show, I, I mean, her and Paul Bettany acting and being able to tackle each of these styles. It's like, yeah. I mean, think about it. There are some actors that can only do certain genres, right? Yeah. And when they jump genres like Jim Carrey, you're like, oh, I didn't know he could be serious, you know, but now we have in each episode. I mean, what a what a workout for these actors to go from like, you know, Bewitched, Dick Van Dyke, like that type of show yeah, yeah, yeah. to then do a modern family and, and to go through all the 90s sitcoms too. But, like, but even now to your point, I mean, even in those moments where those uh, those sitcom like eras are cracked. So like when in the seventies version where Wanda gets clued into who Geraldine is and she automatically flips like, why did you say Pietro like, Mm -hmm. or Ultron? And you see her kind of turn into, you know, she kind of like reverts into, you know, the Wanda from the MCU. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's, that's brilliant. Even in this episode where the uh, she's having the one, one to one and she says, Oh, you know, I don't know how or why this is happening it feels like things and they're like maybe you deserve this and she's like what yeah like like, why you know you're not supposed to speak but it's like she flips out of like that sitcom 
mm-hmm. bubble, you know, and, and it gets turned into, the, you know, gets turned into her normal self. And even when she's challenging uh, Monica, when she comes out, like that's, that's like legit, like being able to kind of flip that switch on and off. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Um, but I agree with you. I think, I think she has totally stepped it up. Um, as an actor, I, I, Paul Bettany's always been fast, a fascinating actor to me. Um, yeah, he's more, he he's more like he's more like natural, you know, like he just embodies it. And I was even listening to a podcast that she was on, and she's like, "I'm the type of actor that I need to do my homework. Like yeah. everything is very regimented for her, and she thinks about everything and plans it out." She says she's that type of actor and yeah. you can and you can tell she chooses her moments. Um, but for him, I, I almost just feel like he's just like, yeah, let's yeah. roll with it. Like, I know what I'm about to do. And then <laughs> and then that's it. It's funny. Yeah. Paul Bettany's so great that, I mean, they essentially <laughs> came up with the idea of making uh, Vision, giving him like Jarvis's uh, whatever you call yeah, it like yeah, his yeah. Personality. because personality because they wanted to figure out a way to keep Paul Bettany around. The dude mm. is so good. Yeah. He's so good. I mean there's yeah. the scene the scene in Age of Ultron where he picks up Thor's handle hammer and is like shall we get on with it? Like yo. <laughs> yo, I mean that scene is 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 so good. Yeah. And he he is in and out of the makeup. Phenomenal. Yes. Yeah. He he's a phenomenal phenomenal actor. Yeah. Um, there is something, this is going to sound a little nuts. I don't know if anyone can vibe with me on this, but there's something very Christopher Reeves about him mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. It might be the eyes, but like if there was anyone that could play that person in real life, like a, like a Chris Reeves biopic, it would be Paul Bettany. I don't know what it is about him, but I think there's just, there's something good natured. There's something very human about him which is probably why he does such a great job of being vision and well also yeah. you, we've seen him now and this is something that that christopher reeve did a lot in that superman franchise we've seen him have to go like on a dime from comedy to serious mm-hmm. yes. and that's something that yes. you know because the emphasis in the richard donner slash christopher reeve era of superman was clark kent was a complete co- uh, comedy character where he was goofy as part of the yeah. The whole like you know um, identity thing, right? It was like we're gonna make him seem clumsy and goofy, and then he like the perfect example is the scene in um, uh, in when he reveals himself in the theatrical cut of Superman two, yep. when they're uh, you know on their honeymoon whatever, and he like he burns his hand and then he just he oh, takes yeah, off yeah, the yeah. glasses and just looks at her and just like the way his face changes, like he becomes Superman. <laughs> In Mm. that moment, like things like that. And Paul Bettany's doing similar things here because he's had to go from like goof to serious, like quickly. Mm -hmm. I think you're probably picking up some of that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope there's a miracle that he like makes it out somehow, but it doesn't seem promising. There's a few things I want, and I'm not, forget the big picture stuff, like where this is going with Doctor Strange and Fantastic Four and all that other stuff, just short term, like things that I would love to come out of this show are, I would love to see, figure out a way to get, um, like to leave Paul Bettany trapped in this world so I can watch him 
do his comedy <laughs> and be serious at the same time. Uh, but I also would love to see the Jimmy Woo show yeah. where he just f- searches out weird and unusual cases and teams up with Darcy maybe I don't know but uh I thought originally Monica but she's clearly got her own path now that's beyond that right um so yeah these are the types of things I'd love to see come out of this because I've become attached to those elements of this show right Jimmy Woo is one of my favorite parts of the show uh and obviously Paul Bettany is Mm. maybe my favorite part of the show so I I would hope that uh I don't think we're going to see much more of one, but we may see more of the other. So who knows? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting where the next two episodes go. I mean, we started the series, first episode, Wanda's in full control, right? We see her in the kitchen. She's controlling everything. Um we have sprinkles of Agnes and then now it's like, it's completely flipped on its head. Wanda's kind of thinking like, well, maybe I should be the villain, you know, because she's trying to protect so much. And if, and if all of you guys see that as a bad thing, then I have no problem being the villain, right? I have no problem extending this barrier, turning the FBI agents (laughs) into more circus animals, you know? But also, if you have control over this whole barrier and this world, I want to know, how did Agatha get in? What's behind that? How did she control a world within your control, you know? Mm, I think that's the big question. It's like, who's actually in control? And I know Aaron... You started off early talking about how you thought the next episode was going to focus on a lot of that stuff, right? Now, my one knock of this series, I will say, is that they have relied, I think, a little too much on tease, 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 or like throw stuff out, throw like little hints, hints, and maybe Mm -hmm. things you have to, and then boom, like in 30 seconds, just completely reveal everything. They've they've done that a couple of times now in this Mm -hmm. show, right? That entire episode that was devoted just to like showing us like, you know, all the things like uh, that was, it didn't take place in the sitcom world, right? Where we introduced (laughs) to Darcy and got there and all of that stuff and now the same thing kind of happened in this episode it's like the episode's going along going along going along and then like the final like minute all of a sudden the agatha thing happens and like boom oh mm. i was it was me all along and, and now that may be a tease yeah. by the way too because it may not be her right all along which i guess we'll maybe find out but yeah like, she might be working for someone exactly. else. I mean, there's the the book right that has yeah. all that energy around it mm-hmm. yeah and you know there there have been a couple of people who, who I watch and, and follow frequently who have pointed this out, but the idea is that somebody, it may be Agatha, it could be her, whoever, her boss, um, is draining energy from Wanda. And so the theory is if you watch every episode um, in the be- you know, of WandaVision, at the beginning it's like previously on WandaVision, right? And so the theory is that as you listen to every episode, her energy drops as you get from episode to episode. So the first one, she's all 
WandaVision, and then by this one, it's previously on WandaVision. It's like there have been dramatic tonal changes in the way that that's delivered. Oh, that's it may, interesting. It may because it may be because it's matching the genre of the show. Yes, like I was going to say that. That's one thing. Yep. But if you but if you really pay attention to it, it really does sound like. But like she's she is losing her umph in it. Yeah. Well, in this and in it's this all by design. And in this episode, I mean, she's exhausted. She's like so yeah. happy. Like it's like she's hungover, yes. yeah. and she's so happy that Agatha like has uh, or Agnes has. T- you know, taking the kids for a day. Right. Um, and and we also see all of the objects like shifting. Yes. Yeah. So there's something she's losing control. Mm-hmm. So she's getting she's getting that power from somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. And she alludes to it in uh, I even forgot in episode four, episode five, where she's like, I don't even know how we how this all happened. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, I think um, that and also it comes it gives us an explanation for why the setting changes so frequently. And we learn that this is essentially like a week's time, right? Yeah. That we're watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been a week. Yeah. So why like why have we gone through so many genres? like and what's and- the purpose of the genres and and how do they even how is it so that whole energy theory kind of makes sense because yeah. just looking historically through television like there are dramatic shifts, right? If you look at the way characters, yeah, you look at the way characters are portrayed in the fifties, especially like housewives, mothers, right? Like you look at the female characters in the fifties versus in the modern time, Mm -hmm. there's (laughs) a different level there. Everything was more idealized in the fifties, right? On television than it is now. Now it's more, I mean, as realistic as it could be for like a sitcom. So yeah, I think there are there's mm. probably a lot to that. Mm. Yeah. So that you know, some something to pay attention to when you when you watch it. Um, but I do think the next episode has to be the like, okay, now we're gonna fill the gaps because yeah. there's no, a lot no, of teasing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of territory to cover. Because there's even that line about we have to tell Wanda about what Hayward's plan was for Vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if she took his body, she may have already known, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, but the question is, who told her? If that's the answer, right? Was it was right. it Agatha? Did Agatha go? Oh, you're you're an extremely powerful witch. Like, and I assume based on the way that Agatha greets Wanda, like it's finally a pleasure to meet you means that she's been under this false pretense for quite a while and or has never really met. They've never really connected beyond what's happened in the show. Well, and also yeah. Wanda, right, right. Wanda has never met Agatha Harkness. In that, in she met or maybe Agnes. she has. Well, in just, this world, whatever. It, yeah. yeah. In Westview, so, let's say. And then there's the other thing of following the aspect ratio of the show. Right, because that that is the that is the clue to sitcom world and then MCU world is the a- aspect ratio shifts to letterbox um, when you're in the real world, and mm-hmm. when Wanda walks into the basement, aspect ratio shifts, so that space is in the MCU, mm-hmm. right? It's no longer in the show, so to speak. Right. So there's there's stuff there. There is also 
something that one of the twins says he's like it's very it's very quiet here it's very quiet in your mind tells me that agatha's house or agnes's house is probably like closed off from everything else that's been happening Mm -hmm. in in westview Mm -hmm. right so she's isolated herself there um so yeah anyways suffice it to say lots of shit going on with her um you know, I'm not even going to get into the hexagon thing because, it, like, hexagon is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> like, there are people who are doing full-on 30-minute YouTube videos per episode talking about, oh, there's a hexagon here, there's a hexagon there, hexagon. Oh, did like, you notice okay. it's on her sheets? There's the room that Agatha is sitting in is in the shape of a hexagon. It's right, like, right. But yeah, like the next two episodes, like no more teasing. Like we need an orgasm now, you know? Like well, bring us to the climax, right? I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. This is what we need. Can't argue it's te- with that. It's it's 10 p.m. It's late night talk. <laughs> oh, I thought I was drinking. Mm. Mm, this is some good water. <laughs> I do not. Wow. I, I do not disagree. Yes, we all need climaxes in our lives. We, um, yes. Come on, Wanda. This is not the greatest one. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. I think, again, you know, Aaron, you mentioned earlier the whole thing with um, Evan Peters. It's like, yeah. it would be very cruel uh, if they, if this was just like stunt casting, <laughs> you know, where it was like, mm. let's just yeah. do this to get people talking and to, considering how everybody knows you know, that the X-Men are eventually going to join the MCU, right? And it's all under one umbrella now. Like, it would be very... It would be cruel to to Dude. tease that oh whole thing. God. And then to turn. it turns out that it was just like, uh, you know, we did it just because it would, you know, it was fun. <sighs> you know, to get people... I would to- be so pissed at Marvel for doing some shit like that. Like, I don't... Yeah. You know, I, I, it, right. and, and then then they cast him as Quicksilver, right? It's like, come on, and dude. and the fact that he pops up in that mid credit scene just to kind of let you know, hey, by the way, don't forget about me. I'm st- like, I'm still, I'm here. still here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Snooper's mm-hmm. gonna snoop. Yeah, like, dude, tell me how you're here because mm-hmm. right. I desperately want to know. Like, where did she pluck him from? Well, and you would think that that would be one of the first questions that Wanda would ask her, right? Considering yeah. oh, how. Oh. Before I forget about this, I'm sorry. Here's here's something interesting, right? And I don't know what this means at all. So, but I'm just gonna drop it. I'm gonna leave it here. So, Wanda knows that's a that's a fraud, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Wanda knows. Oh, don't trust that guy. That's not your uncle. Like that's a that's an imposter. Vision knows that it's an imposter. Mm-hmm. How the f does Vision know that that's an imposter? That's what I want. That's so maybe Vision is retaining some sort of his memory in this in this universe or his link to wanda is that strong well that might be because he doesn't remember being an avenger which no, would he tell you then he wouldn't remember the p like pietro and that it wasn't him right he right. wouldn't have known but he wasn't even there when she figures out that he's an imposter yeah you you see what i'm saying like, no, i get it yeah yeah because, and also yeah. also pietro died before vision but he tells Right. Well, during kind of it was same D- movie during, where but they we... don't think they ever did they meet. Yeah, they had to have met. No, they didn't because he went off with Hawkeye. Right. Yeah, and he's the first one who dies. 
Yeah. But he knows yeah, that yeah, vision. Her, he knows that vision's her dead husband. And it's right. like, so he, it's like he, if he you are already that, dead, how did you know the events that happened well, after? And who's hey, putting hey, that stuff in your well, head? That's you know? more of hey, a, you caught on to what we yes. talked about last week because I yeah. mean, oh, you said exactly that. Yeah, I didn't listen. Yeah, because but that's he why you belong on the show, Vanana. Because it's yeah, he not only does this version have <laughs> elements of the other version's memory. Or has his memories, right. but mm-hmm. he knows things that he shouldn't know at all, which is why a lot of people believe that this isn't, or he's under some type of, you know, well, spell. we know he he was obviously under a spell of some kind because yeah. he's, he's the other thing. There the, so there was a fundamental truth that I, I thought was always a fundamental truth in this universe was that anyone that died before the snap, like for real, couldn't come back, right? If you didn't die as a result of the snap, you couldn't come back. Right. And... And, and there's this whole – and this has actually absolutely nothing to do with the snap, but the fact that Vision is back and the fact that Pietro in some way is back, I was like, oh, are they reneging on this, on this idea, mm-hmm. right? But they haven't yet because – No, because once they – if they leave the barrier, they're dead. Right. So there's so there's that. And then there's a the thing about Pietro, like what, what Wanda says about we have to – you can't bring anyone ba- back. Like once they're dead, they're dead. Tells me then that if Agatha pulled, like if she brings him into this world, she's pulling him from somewhere. Yeah, like that's where my brain. Well, that's where the multiverse like comes in because some, uh, else. obviously, maybe maybe from the past at a time where he was alive. It, no, another universe. I, she's pulling him from a multiverse, obviously, because right. the this version of Peter, right, Maximoff existed before during and after the snap right i mean we we've seen him so obviously logistically it was not the same universe at the time but Mm -hmm. they now that it it can be folded in and they're going to go with the multiverse concept uh that that's clearly you know the multiverse had an effect and and obviously it you know just because one version of something died in one universe doesn't mean the other. And we've seen that. That's already been established, right? Yeah. Like you've seen Peter Parker in one universe is dead and not in the other and things like that. We've mm-hmm. already established those right. types of rules, which or is Jay fine. Jonah Jameson. Or Jay Jonah, right. Or they, and they, or they go in very different directions that are not right. tied to one another and things like that. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's probably where... You would think they would be going with this, right? Yeah, and here's another here's another theory that I'll just leave right here. So, Monica. Monica goes into the hex and comes out, mm-hmm. right? So that's twice that she's been in and out of the hex. Mm-hmm. Goes back a third time, becomes a superhero, right? Is it... Do we think that maybe it's because she's been snapped that her CBMs or whatever they call her, CMBs, the cosmic whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they call it, the radiation, CMBRs, whatever. Is it because of that that is what changes her molecular DNA, right? Because No, actually they say DNA. Do we think then that anyone that's been snapped could have the potential to be a mutant? Because mm-hmm. they have now some sort of, and that will be Marvel's introduction to the mutant sure. kind. It's very possible. I mean, you would think you would you, that snap, that moment, 
is a huge moment, right? And it yeah. was bigger than just getting us to the next part of the Infinity Saga, right? It was right. that. I mean, you don't. That doesn't happen to half the world, and you, there aren't any. There's no fallout to that. Clearly, right. that type of an event would lead to that, and and I don't see why it, it wouldn't open up the possibilities for that. Just like mm-hmm. this situation with this hex and this yep. whole thing has opened up new possibilities, right? It's for expanding powers. I think we're at that point now where they have to start to come up with, I mean, reasons for other than isolated situations like getting bit by a spider, radioactive spider, right? right? You have to start coming or to being create, blasted by gamma radiation or something like that, yeah. right? You have to start so to come up the, with that. At, at the end of this, the hex gets bigger, covers the entire world. And that becomes the the sure the the sort of catalyst for the for the multiverse, but also is the thing that eventually alters everyone's mm. or DNA. Or they become brings the other ex- yeah. I mean, unless you're going to say that you um, we're not going to see any other. So if if Evan Peters is truly going to be revealed as yes, this was in fact the Quicksilver from yeah we start the getting X-Men a universe bit of or whatever. Blending. Yeah, whatever they're going to call it is if he unless you believe he's going to be the only one. Right. That they bring over they're They're either, you know, they're going to have to do either a mix of more of those characters mm-hmm. are going to mm-hmm. kind of come in here or you're going to have to get new or both. Right. Maybe one the other. I mean, you've already introduced an X-Men from, from yeah. that universe. So you would think you would. Again, you need. I to mean, that, that, I mean, that. that's a perfect. That's a per. That it would, to mm. me would be yeah. perfect if they're like, the, in this universe, there were a whole bunch of people called mutants, and they ended up getting folded into this universe now. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean, not that you necessarily are going to yeah, go with those what? that casting and stuff like that, but you can take the concept of it, right? You can use it to introduce the concept of it, and figure yeah. out where you go from there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Is it going to tie into? I mean, the other thing with Fantastic Four, because they just announced uh, this weekend that they're starting the writing process for that movie. Yeah. Um, you know, is are we going to be getting like an origin for the Fantastic Four at some point? Or is the Fantastic Four already like a thing? At No pun intended. Mm. At this point. Or are they going to be, you know, like how is that going to work? Like that's the other mm-hmm. thing. I mean, w- there's so much now that's up in the air. We don't really know, and and if so, is this or an event like this or an event like the snap is that also going to tie into that as well? That origin. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many things. That's why I say you don't really want to go too far down the rabbit hole because you could you'll drive yourself crazy trying to come up with all of these theories and figure out what what is yeah. and isn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. So many gotta, possibilities. Yeah. I have to chill because I, I go I go nuts with the theory. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. All, All right. right. Well, we'll see. And hope to get that. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So what's next? <laughs> so the other thing was uh, speaking of multiverses, right? 
uh, and all of that fun stuff. There is a, a multiverse situation going on over with DC, too, and their films. Uh, mm-hmm. And they uh, announced, well, actually, it was the director, right, Yeah. of the Flash movie, uh, which for now is still just called the Flash movie, uh, where sure. he announced that, uh, and it was really cute, they did a whole video thing where um, he basically announced that Supergirl is going to be in this film, and it's a new Supergirl. And uh, a lot to this, actually. Right? So yeah. a lot of firsts. Um, it is. Yeah, a, she's not blonde. She is certainly <laughs> not blonde, uh, which is nice, right? Nice little change up. Sure. And, uh, and her name is um, Sasha Kaye. Is that her name? Yeah. Kaye? Kaye? Yeah. So, and she's on the Young and the, is it the Young and the Restless that I saw? No, no. But she was on Soap Opera that I could not believe is still on the air. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh my like God, I didn't realize that Soap Operas were really even like still a thing. Still uh, a thing. But uh, yeah, and it was cool. The director, um, Andy Muschietti did, a, it was like basically like a Zoom call, essentially, yeah. where he, and he holds up the suit. Mm-hmm. And she was like completely like caught off guard. It was it was pretty cool. Um, she was really cute. Yeah, Young and the Restless is the Young and the Restless. Young Amazing the Restless, that yeah, that's just that still up. a thing. But mm-hmm. okay, so uh, yeah, yeah. And, that's I mean, exciting <laughs> news. I mean, definitely an opportunity to shake things up a little bit when you are exploring multiverses and and such. So. I, you know, I, I, everything I've seen so far has been super complimentary and exciting, excited and positive about the casting. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think he's going to have a lot, he's going to have his hands full. That's for sure. He's got yeah the weight of a Batman on his shoulders, the weight of introdu- properly introducing a flash. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's got two Batman on his shoulders, actually. He and does. now he's got a Supergirl. Yeah, so. and I mean, and she is a, she's born in Boston, but she's Colombian, right? So um, sure. that's also kind of groundbreaking for yeah. a Supergirl character yeah, and all that stuff, which Latina. is cool. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, he has, <laughs> you're right, but, you know, it depends on, see, now the Supergirl thing is something they could really develop and you would think would eventually lead to its own franchise, sure. right? So Hopefully. you introduce her in this movie that's, seemingly would be a big deal and and Mm -hmm. you branch her off into that's fine that's a good way to do that actually um but the the thing with stuff with keaton and affleck and that stuff you would think some of that will be more cameo the keaton may have like more of a mentor role type thing that might be a bigger deal but like so i think you don't want to get too crazy with the amount of characters that they're announcing because you Mm -hmm. don't really know exactly Like, like, just for an example, and this is not a great example, but, like, with Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? So, like, they're like, oh, my God, well, the Joker's in it, too. And like, But then you realize it's like, well, he's he is, but it's just in a dream sequence, and it's not, like, a huge role and stuff like that. So, like, sometimes when you just look at, like, a cast list, it's easy to say, like, oh, well, this might get out of – this might get away <laughs> from them. Um, right. But it may not actually be, you know, realistic. <laughs> yeah. Although I, I do think that the, the Supergirl thing is big because I – Obviously, you would think that that's ripe for um, branching her out, mm-hmm. assuming like mm-hmm. similar to what happened with Wonder Woman in BVS. You know, sure. where you introduce the yeah. character and then you know let them go on their way, give a little bit of the uh, 
you know, the backstory and all of that. Um, again, it would be nice if Cavill Superman <laughs> could have played a role in that. And maybe he will still. I mean, there's still room for that, I guess. But mm. uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he does. I, I mean, he does kind of pull out the Superman suit. Well, that, yeah, that, I mean, because they don't obviously have the the Supergirl uh, suit, suit mocked ready. up for her yet. Yeah. Although I hear mm-hmm. her production's about to start yeah. soon, so <clears throat> I would. Hope. But yeah, since she just recently got cast, they'd have to do all types of costume. Sure. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But the fact that he has that on hand, dude. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. just like right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but yeah, seriously. Um, it, but you know, I mean, he, I mean, he makes some good films. I, I'm, I want to see. I, I, I hope this doesn't burden what he, what he needs to do. Mm. Right. I don't want this to become a Captain Captain America Civil War type film. Well, so here's the not thing. that, and that's I'm not knocking that because that's a damn good movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, well, I don't want it to be, you know, distracting. Yeah, the thing right. for me is I at this point, and my original thing was like, and this was in the kind of the old concept where we weren't getting Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? My whole thing was, is your first Flash movie to be like kind of a Flashpoint-esque storyline? Is that the best right. idea? Because you're you're taking the focus potentially off mm-hmm. of your main character, but... Now that we are getting Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to introduce us to more of that character and, and his world, right? We're going to get Iris West in this and all of that. Right. Uh, I'm more okay with this now because I don't really need to see another. And this is that whole conversation about origin stories. And, and I, you know, we, we're right. people that we've read the comics, we've been familiar with these characters you know i watched the show the john wesley ship show you know in the in the and i watched the grant gustin show and i've watched the cartoons and i've watched i've read the and so like i'm very familiar with all of the different origins of the flash the different versions of the flash i don't need a flash origin movie at this point because i think we've we've already established that right And, and even where we are with the character in either version of Justice League, right? Whether it's the theatrical right. or the, the Zack Snyder version, which we haven't seen yet, but you seemingly, by this point, he's already the Flash, and we know that we have a general we idea of what his backstory... His backstory isn't really that... It's simple, right? It's I was going to say, important. his origin kind of sucks. <laughs> like, it really does. I mean, he's... He just gets zapped by lightning after getting splashed with chemicals. Yeah. Right, I mean, there's the stuff like with his mom and all that, but that that ties more into like the other elements of his story and yeah. villains, potential villains and stuff like that, more though than it is like an or his direct origin. And that's already been set up in in uh, exactly. Well, so in a Justice League movie, right? Although you would think that's still going to be part of the Zack Snyder version too. So that's why sure. I think at this point, I'm all about now. Just this whole like, if you're gonna, if you're going to as a comic book fan, as a superhero fan, if you're going to give me multiverse stuff, both Marvel and DC, great. I'm not gonna complain about it anymore because I don't really, 
I'm not, I don't need to, at that point, the whole shared universe and all that stuff, get, the doors get blown off because like everything right. is fair game. And if you're going to tell me that Batman 89 is now relevant again because it's all part of the same thing with You'll this, this, that. this, and that. I'm all for that. Don't, with a big ass spoon. Absolutely. And I don't need to think about how it makes sense. I don't care how it makes sense. Again, like sometimes I think like, you know, we're we're fans of superheroes, right? We read comic books and why are we trying to apply scientific logic to how something mm. can, like we need to just remember to use our imaginations, which is what made us fans of these types of stories to begin with. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. So great. Bring it on. Um, let me see multiple Batman interacting with a Flash and all that stuff. Yeah, I, th- just that's just like the ultimate. And everybody else should have to come along for the ride. That's kind of how I'm looking at this at this point. Sure. Yeah. So could so could have that that Superman cameo in Shazam been a different Superman? It could have. Because it, yeah, I mean shitty as a cameo could ever be where you just show a neck down yeah he could have been a superman from a universe where they they wear terrible shazam sucks dick suits you know i mean absolutely anything is possible at this point that's the thing you know shazam could be part of a different universe um the shit universe sure (laughs) I mean, it's just all, you know, it's all over it. You can at this, kids universe. It was like a kids movie. Yeah. At this point, you can write off oh, anything, Rangers. right? Because you can do right. what they do in the comics, which is when we need to change things up. We just right. throw in a multiverse thing or we just bring something like restart it, restart <laughs> it just for creative license. Yeah. Yeah. We just kill somebody. That's it. Yeah, so I I think that that's all very comic book, and I'm okay with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just tell me, as long as that story you're telling me works for me, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. So, uh, yeah, so what else did we have? There were a couple of... So we're talking about killing characters. Might as well talk about fatalities and... Ah, yes. Friendships. Yeah, so Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, who now who have owned the rights to Mortal Kombat uh, for a while, they've done nothing with it until now. They released a really cool animated film, right? Um, and uh, now they're we got the trailer for their live action version of Mortal Kombat, which looked pretty damn cool. Um, it looks yeah, so dude. sick. Yeah, it's gonna like it's gonna be so. F- freaking dope this movie just by watching the trailer uh lewis tan joe taslim i mean like yeah i didn't realize joe taslim was in this that got like, me very excited the action in it is just gonna be crazy even yeah. just seeing some of the initial bits of um like you know sub-zero ripping what's his name's like arms off yeah and then he gets the the metal arms like it's brutal. It's gonna yeah. be. It's is, gonna is, be he, gory. Does he play? Um, he, Joe Chaz, Taslami plays Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, that dude's eyes, his face in that shit, like bugged me out, and he looks like a badass. That like, was such a, such a bad. Like you were talking about the freezing of the arms. No, 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 no. Pause that. Put that shit on the shelf. Cuts Scorpion. 
I know what you're okay. gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. His blood squirts. He freezes that shit <laughs> mid ice into a dagger and stabs him with his own blood. What the f? Yeah. Or like I showed that shit to Jess. Jess is like, hold on. Did he just freeze his? I was like, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He froze his blood and turned it into a dagger and stabbed him. It don't get more Mortal Kombat than that. Yes, like that's you you hit the nail on the head. It's Mortal Kombat. It's like what you see when you're playing the video game. And when I played the oh video game, God. I was always Sub Zero. That's actually oh, who I, I played Sub-Zero. with. Sub Zero was my dude. <laughs> that was my guy. I always played with him. Um, yeah, tournament style. Anytime it was just like maybe one on one with friends. Like that was my guy. Yeah. And then to see him at the very end, like construct that ice wall. Oh my god! Just so we could throw him through it. Because you can. <laughs> that's like one of the moves that you can actually do yeah. when you're, you know, when you're playing the game. So I love how they brought in the fatalities. You can the moves you can use in the game and yeah. made them real. That's like yeah. so cool. Well, because without that, it's it's not Mortal Kombat, right? It's just basically like a a typical action martial arts yeah. fighting yeah. film. Yeah, the special effects just look really good. Yeah, and this is awesome. and, and you typically like I don't know. You typically don't hit that a hundred percent. You know, well, in like films like this. The budget is super 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 low. Um, right, and they they haven't been doing any marketing for it, which you know I hope they're pouring that all into post. Only but only like, Lewis's Tan's uh, Instagram. I mean, he promotes that every single day. Yeah, so it's like I just you know I, I'm skeptical because n- n- there hasn't been a video game movie that has been super successful. It's gonna be successful, I think. I, I mean, sure. It, the it, budget, the by the way, the, the budget is not really twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars. Oh no, that was 20? the original. No, no, that was the original movie. Never mind. I was Hold like, on. what? Hold on, let's look up. Uh, no. Twenty. Yeah, the, bu- the budget should be. I think the budget's like super small. It's uh, I, I, maybe under a hundred. Yeah, it doesn't say. Um, yeah. I mean, this thing's been in development forever. <laughs> So it's yeah. tough to say. I mean, I you know, you see in it, at one point it was fifty million dollars, but that was years ago. Um, yeah. So it, it, there's no uh, official. And, and who was the guy that was pushing this hardcore like years ago? He made like a short, um, Kevin Tutorian or something like that. Kevin, yeah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the tank Tancher Rowan or something like that. Yeah, something like that. By the way, who directed an episode of? Uh... Of a warrior, so and James and if, Wan and also want, at one point was attached to produce this thing yeah. too. So check check out by the way check out his uh, Kevin, uh, whatever his last name is, check out his uh, short. I think it's like a like a ten minute short, a Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat short. It's pretty dope. Um, I don't know if he's still sort of attached to this, but like this that that this has been a long time coming. Mm. And one of the things that. He's not, by the way. I, he's not? Okay. No. One of the things that I appreciate is that the story between Sub-Zero and Scorpion has always been a rich story of, like, two feuding clans. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I hate Liu Kang. Like, 
because I used I used to use him all the time. He's a cheap, cheap ass dude. Especially when you do the bicycle kick, you hold down the bicycle kick, you let that shit ride. Then you do his flying kick and his like little fireball, whatever the hell. And he's just such a goody goody. I'm glad they're not focusing on him. Focus on yeah. the ninjas because everything is about ninjas. Everything should be about ninjas. Focus on those two and like make that shit about them. Feuding mm-hmm. everyone else. Sonya, who cares about her? Jax, who cares about you? They didn't even introduce Johnny Cage. Great. I hate right. him too. <laughs> Put all those dudes on the shelf. Make it about the clans. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Cause I make cause I make the rules of life. <laughs> I don't know what y'all think about that, but that's where that's where I think that shit should be. Well, this is I, I just think it looks dope. This is the premise is a washed up mixed martial arts fighter named Cole Young is unaware of his hidden lineage or why he is being hunted down by Sub Zero. Right? Uh mm-hmm. concerned for the safety of his family, he seeks out a clique of fighters that were chosen to defend Earthrealm in a high stakes battle against the forces mm-hmm. of Outworld. So, oh boy! So Sub Zero is like the villain, and it's, and clearly this young dude becomes yeah. becomes the new Scorpion. That's that's pretty much how how I imagine this thing happening. Uh, Scorpion so. in this is uh, played by Hiroyuki Sanada. I, that dude's awesome. Who that's is an, uh, that guy's an awesome actor. He's in uh, The Last Samurai. He's in Westworld. He's been in a bunch of shit. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. forty-seven it, Ronin. They got, who's the dude that plays the 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 dude the young guy? Don't even know Cole. Cole Young, Louis Tan. Louis Tan. What, what, what other movies? He's in Into the Blue Assassin. And, yeah, and Into the Badlands, right? And Into the Badlands, right? Right. I saw Louis Assassin. Yeah, yeah. He was Shatterstar and, and, in Deadpool too. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, he comes from a martial arts background. That's awesome. Yeah. I and love that they are said, and, martial artists because I hate when they fake the fun. Yeah, now. and he said he said the martial arts in this movie is like legit, straight up, like Good. raid style. Apparently. You will, and Joe Taslam obviously from the raid. Yeah. So yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. I do exactly. Love him so, and warrior. Love him and warrior. I gotta finish that show. First time director that's of a... this movie, though, too. By the way, Ooh, feature film. Good, first though. time feature film director. Oh, so. Oof. Oh, this could be this. Could, this is. What does I mean? You got to start you just, somewhere, right? I know you got to start somewhere, but damn, man, you knocking that down a couple of notches for me, man. I'm telling you, you mix in that whole like it's a video game adaptation. It's gonna suck. That's where my brain goes. No, it's, gonna it's suck. not. I, let me tell you something. They were like, "Oh, Assassin's Creed's gonna be amazing." Michael Fassbender is in it. I'm like, it's right. gonna suck. It's right. gonna that suck. That movie you know sucked. I watched it and it was so so bad. It's like one of my favorite video games ever. And they put they like it. It's just blasphemous. Yeah. It, it like shits bad. on the legacy of Assassin's Creed that movie. It was pretty bad. It was horrible. You got like a ten-year-old dude running on rooftops, and he's like doing all that shit. I'm like, what? That's a ten-year-old man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. That, that movie Helicopters was pretty bad. His ass. He's a commercial I mean, director. Pretty cool stunts, but bullshit. Especially that big fall that they actually did for real. Oh, the eagle, the eagle fly. Yeah. That was pretty but. cool. 
um, but that but that's like behind the scenes, you know. That's nothing. Yeah. Um, that's nothing. So he. Hey, yeah, I'm excited for this movie, even though Mortal Kombat though is where it's at. Oh, and then I love the. They did it mad slow. They play the music yeah. from the original. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. I watched that movie for the first time in Puerto Rico with subtitles. That was the first pay-per-view that I, like, ever watched in my life and begged my mom to buy it for me. Yeah. You know, when you could order pay-per-views for, like, 24 hours, I think, for, like, yeah, 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 I remember that. Nine ninety nine back in the day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I had that thing on CD. Was it on CD or tape that I had the the song? It was just oh. on me. <laughs> love that shit love had that shit on repeat you know like just looping it and this yeah. is uh so this is gonna be on uh it's gonna be on it's, hbo max right yeah in april uh, yes. is it april 16th something like that yeah so that yeah. works so we're gonna get we're gonna get smacked in the teeth with april 16th yep. yeah justice Zack snyder's justice league right then yeah. godzilla versus kong godzilla versus kong and then we're gonna get Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah. So it's almost like it's like the start of the the blo- summer blockbuster is going to be all on. Mm-hmm. We ain't going yeah. outside. No. We're going to get oh, winter, warm outside. Don't winter matter. Soldier. Ghost. Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right. Falcon and Winter Soldier yeah. drops mm-hmm. in March. We had in the March. Same, same, same day. Day after right. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Day after, yeah. yeah. Although I assume yeah. they're going to do week to week like they have been with WandaVision, right? So I hope they drop two episodes first. Oh, oh they might. God, I, need, I need something. Yeah. And then, you know. You need something. I'm going to be recovering from <laughs> surgery. <laughs> and then in May. Yes. May 21st, they just uh, announced that is uh, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead drops on Netflix. Dude, so this dude is getting like a nice little four-day bump of Zack Snyder. Everyone talking about Zack Snyder. Like, let's lift him up to the Lord. Oh, my God. Zaddy's come out. Come out from the woodworks. Your savior has come. He's got. Well, you know what? It actually (laughs) makes a lot of. Justice League and then Army of the Dead. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Fruit of the Spirit. It, Ooh, Zack Snyder's the Lord walking on water for that week. It, it makes a lot of sense, though, because if you think about it, you're going to have his Zack Snyder's Justice League's coming out uh, March 18th, and then May 21st or something like that, right, is the Army of the Dead. So you might as well release it now while, you know, the name Mommy's is hot. hot. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes mm-hmm. complete sense. Um and uh, yeah. we'll see. I mean, it's uh, Dave Batista starring in Army of the Dead. It's going to be uh, – it's an interesting thing. Apparently, it's like a heist movie set to the backdrop of like a zombie invasion in Vegas or something heist like the, that. The, the poster is interesting because it's very yeah. like technicolor. Like not technicolor. That's the wrong it's, word. It's I like know the exactly neon what you colors. Mean. Yes. It's like our logo, our new logo it, up there. Kinda, kind yeah. of, yeah. Yeah, it's it's got it has that, that WandaVision vibe. And I, I feel like it's because <laughs> no, it's... No, it's got, it's got that like Birds of Prey vibe. Yeah, it, probably because it takes very, place like, in, bubble gummy. in Vegas, is my guess. Um, and uh, it, it's like a safe mm-hmm, on there with like the, the, the hands yeah, coming. So with all the hands yeah, coming out of it. it. Yeah, so... That makes a lot of sense when you shut doors, right? Things don't just flop off. Right. Yeah. Sure. Logic. What were we talking about? Logic. What were we saying yeah. about fictional? Shit, don't make no sense. Yeah. Zack Snyder said that they they stuck an Easter egg in there. 
um, in Army of the Dead where, like, when they open the safe and they look in, you see, like, four uh, film canisters of uh, Zack Snyder's oh, the Justice Snyder League. Cut? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, what an Easter egg. <laughs> I can't wait to spot it. Oh. Not an Easter egg if they're already talking about it before. Oh, I know. Before exactly. It's even spotted. It's like, everyone put the Vaseline away. It's okay, guys. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's hilarious. Yeah. So anyway, so that's that. So that comes out too. So it's going to be a busy, like starting next month, it gets really busy as far as like movies coming out that, you know, will be available at home. Um, And then we'll see what happens in, uh, in May with Mm. Black Widow and, uh, you know, where things are at that point. Black Widow. So I know. I feel Mm-mm-mm. I feel the energy picking up though. You know? Yeah. I kind of feel like like the energy in the air is that we'll get back shortly but surely. But it's not going to be another year of you know, like last year of quarantine, yeah. you know? Yeah, right. I mean, well, February. Am I just is, wishful thinking? No, it's not going to be like that. I mean, February is is basically over. So now yeah. you're talking about, you know, you have a couple of months, essentially, to start advertising, and marketing, and I think, you know, I think we mentioned this already a few episodes ago, but like at some point you have to make a decision, right? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. if you're going on what to do, and I think while things are improving significantly. And we're even starting to see, like, here in New York, I mean, they're starting to now, like, even, like, arenas and sport stadiums that are at least 10,000 seats, like, can have 10% occupancy and stuff like Madison Square Gardens allowing 2,000 people for Knicks games. Um, You know, you're going to see who knows what's going to happen with baseball, but obviously, if if, you know, they're going to follow the same rules. And we're starting to see things now. They've expanded capacity in restaurants and things like that. So, you know, we're starting to see signs that things are turn around. Now, does that mean that in May that it's going to be like, oh, okay, everybody can just go and do whatever? No, I doubt no, it. No, So I think you have to start to prepare. And I'm just wondering if there is going to be some type of an alternate plan. Like, are they going to make it available for like a premium access type of thing, even for just a couple of weeks? They're going to need to. They might have to, right? You would think. Yeah, I mean, it's uh... especially with the. I mean, think about it. Like with the numbers that Disney Plus has right now, and the momentum that it has. I mean, you have all these eyeballs from that fandom now, especially because of Wandavision. And by that point, you will have had Wandavision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. And yeah. like they're they're so tuned in to Disney Plus, I don't think it would be crazy to they, think that you're going to get a lot more people. They need to do a dual people. strategy. Yeah, it, it needs to yeah. be very similar to the way that Bill and Ted handled handled that, where it was like, you know, we're going to do, or even the way that most like the way that the Warner Brothers is doing it, except add you know, put a price to it. You're going to get the film in the theaters where you can, or where you feel most comfortable yeah. in going. But if you don't, you will have to pay a little extra to get it in your home. Yeah, and I mean they're gonna you're gonna make money. Like, I mean that's it. Yeah. You're gonna make money. Yeah. They'll, they'll have done it. it they'll have already done two of these premium access events prior to May. So you know, yeah, but but so so is Raya and the Last Dragon yes. getting a, it, getting both releases? Is it getting in theater and? 
I don't. Premium I mean, access. I know it's premium access. I I would assume there's going to be limited theater because why? You know, why would you? Yeah. Do premium I mean, access so if, if I were if I were Disney, and you were to do this sort of hybrid release, that Black Widow is the perfect movie to test the strength of your streaming service in in this environment right like it, it like as people are starting to kind of get more comfortable with going back to the theater like they could very well use black widow as the nitrous for disney plus but also as a sort of like benchmark for if we were to do a major blockbuster film like this is how it would perform yeah it is mm-hmm. it is going to have a theatrical run okay as well so okay yep yeah I, I mean, I, I, and that's March fifth. So, yeah, they know, should do it. It's coming up. I, it's I, a they couple should, of weeks should, away. They should totally so. do it, Black Widow. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they might have to, because I think you would. You're still going to be leaving money on the table. Um, you know, because even if the theaters are you know open up more, it's still going to be limited. You know, you're going to have limited, uh, limited capacity, capacity and things like that. And yeah, inconvenience, yeah. you might have to, people might have to get tested. So you never know like what they're going to do. So I, I don't see why you wouldn't, um, they clearly, they're not going to move the date. Right. I think at this mm-hmm. point and why not build no, off of the momentum shouldn't. that you're, you have now with you know, Marvel fans, you know, all over this Disney plus and, and used to taking in their content that way. And it's kind of a great, test too because it's it's not a movie that it's you know it's a um like a prequel you know yeah. so it's like right. it, it i'm sure it ties in somehow but uh it, it's a good testing ground i think yeah and and the other thing too is it so it's may how early in may is it the release black widow we know? is yeah. um like, may is 7th May 7th. Okay, so check this shit out. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier gets released on the ninth on the nineteenth. Of March, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of March. You have nine episodes, maybe. I don't even know how many episodes. Nine, ten episodes, maybe. That would put them right smack toward the release date of Black Widow. In or around that date. If you want all eyes, if you want to like anyone who was like on the mm. fence about Winter Soldier, oh, do I want to get the Disney Plus subscription? Boom, you hit them over the head with Black Widow, mm-hmm. and you stack that shit. I'm telling you, that's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm not gonna call yeah. right here. Yeah, it's gonna be it makes six, total sense. six episodes. Six episodes that are but that's 40 to 50, the... 40 to 50 minutes long, six episodes. So it's going to run until April 23rd. Yo, a week after. Come on. Right. So you're talking two weeks later than. Come Black Widow on. Comes oh, my God. It makes perfect sense. I bet they're going to do it. Yeah. It'd be so stupid if they didn't do it. Yeah. It, I can't, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that show. And then can, can you imagine like you come off of that show and then they're like. Boom, we're going to give and, you we're going to give you Black Widow. And the Loki right. show is scheduled to come out sometime in May as well, I believe. So The Loki show. Mhm. Yeah. It's I also going to be, be 6 awesome. episodes. So This is where this is where Marvel needs to like crank it up a notch. Oh my god, it's like we haven't heard anything 
for like a year and then this year is just gonna be like bam 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 bam. i'm I'm gonna gonna tell you something like you know you're you're so right about that but like this oh my i feel so this feels so good it feels so different like but the scene you know what i mean like i was very eager to fall back into this world and and we talked yeah. about it before a couple of the last episode we, we we all we were all on here but falling back into it feels so good but it's mm-hmm. so different because this is a different it's totally it's a totally different world that we're in now yeah. right this is post snap when we become kind of there because that's where spider-man took us but like this mm-hmm. i'm excited well, it, yeah like, and i think the mold for me the multiverse concept gets me more excited about it because yeah. if you look on yeah. paper and you're like so not knowing what these um disney plus shows were going to be like but now seeing yeah. what they are and how they are going to tie into things and seeing like the budget for falcon and winter soldier being yeah. essentially i mean it's six episodes that are like you know between 40 and 50 minutes long Mm-hmm. So you're That's talking awesome. about the the you know it's it's going to be almost like two feature length films, right? Worth we're also, of content. We're also getting a lot more of them. We're getting a lot more content. It used to be just waiting for the next film. Yeah. Yep. You know, and filling in your time in between then watching maybe YouTube videos. Yeah. You know, or yeah. whatever news yeah. that comes up. But now it's like you have different shows. Just and, more. And the hours fact that anything content. can happen and that you are see, I was a little concerned at one point, like, oh, that's a lot of content to have to digest, right? And if it's all gonna connect, you're gonna have to pay attention to all of it, which can become tedious and frustrating for a lot of people but seeing how they're doing it uh i think doing it like a week you know one episode a week works because it makes it a lot Mm -hmm. easier but also because of the timing i think they got very lucky that we are in a time right now where there is not a lot of original content out there and that especially of this type of thing and that it's Mm -hmm. television schedules are very free right now people are looking for things to watch even now um because but 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 to counter that i mean i think because of the strength of the brand i think people would have been tuning into marvel shows regardless to a point but i think that the you know last year helped really build the disney plus subscription numbers and streaming numbers in general right Mm -hmm. because it was Mm -hmm. all we had uh people became more familiar with it and i think that um, having a show like WandaVision come out in January, right? At a time when there's usually not much happening in television it's at a winter. time when yeah. a lot of people, it's winter. So people are home, even if they could do things right. And also there's not a lot of event television. And in some cases, a lot of shows were delayed, didn't even debut, right? And yeah. so television really isn't booming right now. So it was just the perfect storm. And it was like, you know, all the movies had gotten pushed off and all of that stuff. So we haven't had a lot other than the Mandalorian. We haven't had a lot of event viewing and now yeah. it's become event viewing. And I think it's got people like charged up. And I think that the fact that we're not going to the movies right now, uh, these shows in a lot of ways have replaced that experience. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which helps because you know you're gonna you're not gonna get a lot. You know, you're, you're we're getting 
Black Widow and Shang-Chi and we're getting, um, you know, the Spider-Man thing and Eternals. And so it's like, mm-hmm. I'm more excited for these, some of these uh, Disney Plus shows than I am for some of the movies. Yeah. And that's, yeah, you know, so, so now I'm ready to consume all of it because right. my other general television consumption is not what it used to be. So I have right. a lot of free time now to um, take it all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to escape. <laughs> right. That. And talk and have something to talk about, you know, like Yeah. It's I mean, you know, doing something like this this show, right? I mean, there were, you know, those weeks where in early uh, you know, in the lockdowns and the quarantine when nothing was happening. I mean, you're sitting there, you know, it's like it's nice to be able to have these types of conversations again where we're mm-hmm. analyzing Easter eggs and meanings of shows and where they may go yeah. and where they're not going to go and how does it all tie in and and that's the the fun part right? right that's part of the experience of watching and and you know watching these things is not just sitting there on your couch or wherever watching it it's it's the conversations uh mm-hmm. the text messages you know before and after or the this type of thing or the you know um that that's the that other thing the social element of it Mm-hmm. Uh, which has driven a lot of shows. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so let's see. We still have Yay. two more weeks of WandaVision. That's the focus right now. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. And then we'll... Uh, make it. Yeah. So... We're gonna make it after I all. I know. And then, and then it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. After that. After... Well, we'll see how how much time I can spend watching Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's still going to be a uh, that's going to I'm going to watch that during that weekend. I mean, like I said, there's no way I'm going to try to... my best to do it in one sitting. Yeah, there's no way I could watch it on that Thursday night. I'm just not going to literally gonna have. I'm not actually going I'm, to no. have the time from the time I get home. It's not going to be possible. And... It sucks because I'm having surgery that day, and yeah, I don't even. I'm. <laughs> You know, we're gonna be watching the back of those eyelids. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like all drugged up. <laughs> yeah, you ain't watching shit. I hope I can make it for our, our recording on Sunday, but I might be a little like I'm probably not. Yeah, looped out. Maybe we want to get you on there, but wait, tell us what you really think. Yeah. <laughs> well, the anesthesia is still in my yeah. system. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that's gonna be a Saturday, like mornings Binge. saturday make morning, w- wake saturday up morning, at like morning. six o'clock in the morning no no let's not get crazy have some make your, cereal. Make your, no it doesn't breakfast. have to be there's no reason for that but it'll be a uh saturday morning viewing because i i don't see because even like the friday night like when i get home like i i don't want to be tired watching it because it's not fair you know like it's yeah. it's a long movie and if i'm already tired like yeah. There aren't very many yeah. movies if I'm tired. I don't care if it's it could be a, an hour and a half. If I'm tired, I I'm not going to want to I'm not going to enjoy sitting through it. So, yeah. um I'm thinking, you know, do what I did for Wonder Woman 84 on which my original plan until I realized it wasn't premiering until noon or whatever time it was, uh was to get up early and just like throw it on. So I think I'll probably just get up not at 6 a.m. But uh, probably throw it on like sometime in the late morning and then just, uh, you know, while I'm at my like most refreshed and 
and uh, hopefully get through it in in one sitting, meaning like one actual viewing window. Like I might stop yeah. it and start it. I was going to say, it's times, that kind of shit like, where you have to like take a half a day from work. Like, ah, guys, I'm not feeling too good because I'm going to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League for four hours. <laughs> like, it's that <laughs> kind of shit. Take a half day. <laughs> Yo, because seriously, like, truth be told, I'm thinking about my schedule. Like, I don't get the TV by myself until like 930. Right. 9.30 like, p.m. And I'm old as shit. So I'm like, <laughs> like in a coma, yeah. you know. Yeah. By like 11. And if, I'm, if I've been having some margaritas and shit, I'm not going to make it, man. I'm not making yeah. Any- You'll have to like split it up. I'm going to try to fit my son's bib on my neck. All right. So don't have any margaritas. That'll be the first. <laughs> time. No, I'm gonna have to like line up the Red Bulls and shit. Yeah, and some coffee. Well, either that or you'll have to do like, like a, an hour or so Thursday, an hour or so Friday, an hour or so yeah, by Sunday. I mean, like, but then it becomes the whole like it becomes like a whole it's week like the, of, of it's, it. Yeah, it's a task. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right, like, right. That's what the thing. And, and or at least two cities. Like, I, I watched. Maybe. It started the Irishman, and that happened to me with Irishman. I made it like an hour in hour and a half in and i was like holy shit <laughs> they were not playing around like this is a yeah. long ass movie we yeah. we split that Damn. up into two viewings yeah so like i said i i'm just wondering because of the the fact that at for a while there it was supposed to be like four, four. episodes like a four episode mini series i'm wondering like that. i'm wondering if there are points in this where you can where, just like, kind of signals to you. Yeah, you can, where you, you can, can stop and start. Probably, probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, so, or like points, you know, maybe that'll be, um, yeah. you know, identified um, by a certain thing where it's like, you'll be like, okay, this is a point where I could actually kind of stop this and resume it tomorrow if need be and not have it be weird. Well, when the Irishman came out, like you could find stuff online, like the best places to stop. So I'm sure mm. once this is out yeah. that weekend, the like movie. there's going to there's going to be an article that's going to be like, this is the best place to stop if you can't watch it in one sitting. Yeah. You oh, know? when the Flash is introducing himself to Iris West Allen, you can stop it right there and pick that shit up tomorrow. <laughs> uh, like, that's what the, that was the thing we were Aaron, talking about. Aaron, you're like, so not it, excited about this movie. It, you so know funny. what it is? It's pretentious. That's the problem I'm having with mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. pretentious. I, mean, I don't you know what? I get the need to wanting to explain your shit. I got it. I get it. It's it's cool. But like, do not patronize any of us. We've like anyone who's watching this movie may have seen Justice League, and I'm sure there are, there are many that have not seen it. But like, we know who these characters are. Do we need all that bullshit? Do we need all that context? Right. Well, you do only is if ne- is that absolutely necessary? You, only if this is going to be your one and I mean, only it's, shot, it's right? Shot. To tell this yeah. story. Yeah, I, I guess exactly. so. But like, it's his shot. Victor Stone, for example, Cyborg. Do I need to know that he was a star football player? Yes, you no. do. No. Yes, you do. No, <laughs> I do not. He's, so you can see that. Good. So you can see that beautiful slow motion scene. Skip that shit. Fast forward. There goes a whole hour. Well, the only problem with that, well, see, again, so that's the perspective, though, of some fact that you kind of already Uh, know the origin. I do. But there are people that aren't, and there are people that, and I think that the cyborg character is just kind of weird if it's like, oh, well, by the way, here he is, and he's just 
Yeah. There, and he's just cyborg. You know. <laughs> that was, they did that with Aquaman. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, he's cyborg no, he's is what? something that people still are need to be they familiar did that with. That's Wonder Woman. Yeah, but Wonder Woman, we I mean, everyone know like Wonder Woman's iconic. Cyborg is somebody that people still need to be familiarized with, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. um, Wonder Woman doesn't really have a like a. I mean, she's got an origin, but like, it's not like she she's an Amazon, right? Sure, princess. That I makes mean, a whole ton of sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not something like it's not. There was not a moment. Right, it's not like Spider-Man's no, origin. Yeah, it's not Spider-Man's origin where he gets bit by a right. radioactive spider or even Superman's origin, right, where he's sent from, you know, from his planet, uh, right. stuff like that. I mean, it's just, you know, she, she is who she is. And yes, she has a moment when we saw in her solo film where she becomes Wonder Woman. But for the most part, I mean, she's... The only thing that differentiates her is the costume. That's it, yeah. right? She's still her. She could be her. She could be that character without it. Um, so yeah, so I that part you can kind of get, but Cyborg's a little I'm, harder to explain. Yeah, if I'm he sorry. Just I'm totally up. judging a film I haven't seen. Like, yeah, it's fine. It, right. It'll be fine. I'm, we'll I'm see. Gonna get we'll see. It. We'll see what happens. I, I hope it's so good that that four hours is like has me at the end. Like, I could go for another well, four. You know, I actually think that's going to be a good, te- in a weird way, I think that's going to be a good test for me because knowing how long it is, right? Yeah. If it starts to fly by, like, that'll sure. be a way for that, me to say, yeah. like, oh, okay. I yeah, mean, we talked about like- this. I. I said it if, it. if at any point you feel like, holy shit, I'm only an hour and a half into this film, that's a problem. That's a yeah. huge problem. For well, me. and it's yeah. a problem with any movie, right? Because I've had yeah, that happen to me in movies that are two hours long, where it's like you're like, oh my god, crap. what time is it? Hold, yeah. Like I felt like yeah. that initially with Aquaman. I was like, damn, what the what? Oh my god, okay, here we go. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Titanic. I you always that, fight that, that masterpiece. <laughs> I always it's say like, that it's like my, my action figures. Can I just mash you guys up together? Yeah. And that's you win, you lose. Okay, your arm is broken. Let's go. I always say you, that you, one of my tests is how many times or do I bother checking. The time, Your like watch. on my right, right. You've got to yeah. care. You've got to care. You've got mm-hmm. to care to see what happens next. The only difference and, is, and, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, the only difference is at least at home you can fast forward. You can't do that yeah. in the theater, so it becomes a little more frustrating when you're in a theater, right? And you're right. like, oh my god, this time isn't moving. Yeah. Like what's happening? Like yeah. that happened to me, yeah. like with Godzilla, the um, the Gareth Edwards Godzilla. It's like nothing happens for like the first hour. Then you're just like, oh, God. But here, at least you can kind of fast forward through things, which not that I really want to do that. But at least you have that if you want to try to kind of move through it and get through it a little bit. Um, We'll see. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I know you guys probably talked about this last week, you know, but I don't think the trailer did a really good job at like kind of making us care about wanting to see what happens next or or you know any I don't know like it it was just cool but it it wasn't like it it didn't capture me to be like oh dope I can't wait I don't know for some people you know I don't want to like shit on the people that are like super excited about this film um, like our friend Ashri, <laughs> you know, but 
Yeah, you just he's well, gotta make you care. We, That's and and I'm not feeling that we, right now. But we, we we'll see because sometimes trailers really don't do a movie justice. Sometimes you can right. get a really good trailer, like like the Shazam trailer was awesome. I thought I thought that was pretty cool. I wanted to see the movie because of the trailer, but then like the movie was disappointing. You yeah. know, like I thought like, oh, this is so cool. Like it's kind of like got this like we're back to high school, you know, type of vibe and it's kind of funny. Uh, but then the movie just totally didn't live up to it. So sometimes you have the opposite of that. Yeah. And we did talk about it last week and we had different opinions on it because I, I actually was excited by the trailer, mainly because I, I think that for me it was more about the visuals. Um, because That's I think that I don't like. a four hour movie is going to be difficult to sum up in a trailer. Right. And, and also it's a movie that we're not completely unfamiliar with. So I think a lot of times when you see a trailer for the first time, like the Mortal Kombat trailer, part of the, the thing that gets you juiced up is the fact that it's like, Oh my God, I had no idea what to expect from this. Right. And look and here it is. And it's cool with this. I think we still, we have an idea of what to expect from it. Right. For, for the most part. Yeah. Um, it's really more of a, ma- a matter of like how it all comes together really is going to be the, the key. Um, I, I don't know that people, I don't know that this is a movie that needed a trailer, right? I think this is a movie that people have, have you're either excited about, uh, or, point. or maybe not excited about. Um, and I think if you're somebody that doesn't know it exists this might not even be for you because i don't if you're if you're that tuned out of this then maybe a four-hour superhero film that's kind of dark is r-rated is not necessarily this isn't yeah. for you i mean this is this is truly for the fans yeah if you think about it there there is no part b to this you know well, they're not so far, yeah. Right, or it doesn't seem that way. They're not making this. No, to, I, don't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go do something else. Something else, yeah. Or to like use it as a springboard for something else. I mean, this is truly like he's giving this to the fans and spending a lot of time on it. So, yeah. In 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 that, and it all comes to a close. This year years long, you know, push to get his version out. I mean fantastic yeah i mean you're I, right. I like the story behind it more than probably than like yeah. Yeah. probably yeah the, that's I, i'll probably say that the one thing yeah because i mean at the end like the one wonder woman is still going to be wonder woman right and they're going mm-hmm. they're doing what they do in those movies yeah. aquaman same thing yeah. um ben affleck is we're going to see him pop up in the flash movie but he's essentially not batman anymore and um we don't know still about Cavill and all that, but like we really what this is going to do is it's going to introduce us a little bit more to the flash Mm -hmm. who is going to be getting a movie. Uh, and it's the one character for now, uh, that is going to be getting a solo film that we really still haven't dug into too much. Um, and so if anything, yeah, I think it's going to serve as a closure to what Snyder was trying to do. Right. So Man of Steel BVS this um, it's going to be a a love letter in a way to the fans that love this version of the universe. And I I also feel like he's actually doing a lot to create something that's supposed to be really like a love letter and a tribute to like the DC 
fans, right? DC Universe and stuff like that. Similar to the off the horrible um, score that they used for the theatrical Justice League, which was supposed to be like this thing to get, you know, using the John Williams Superman theme and the the uh, Danny mm-hmm. Elfman Batman theme was like, oh, this is going to be a love letter to fans of the entire history of Warner Brothers live action superheroes. That was a fail, right? Mm-hmm. So if they can do something here, yeah, you know, in putting the Joker in and all these little things like that, that kind of makes it sort of a nice little tribute and closes up this little, makes this, this cul-de-sac, right, that he called it, mm-hmm. that exists on its own. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's And then... Fun. And then after this, like, let's see, like, different characters, you know? I want to see them. I want to see them. Yeah, I want to see, like, the more expansion. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, we're going to see the Suicide Squad, right? Which is going to be different. And we're going to see, you know, we're getting, you know, another Shazam movie. We're going to get another Aquaman movie. Obviously, we're going to get another Wonder Woman movie. Um, But, you know, who knows what else we're going to get? I mean, there's there's a lot of different things. something fresh, something exciting. To me, it is so unfortunate that Wonder Woman struck out. Yeah, I know. With me. Um, because Shazam was not a win. Birds of Prey was like, man, it was all right. That one, Aquaman, I've grown to appreciate, but it still, it still wasn't like a, oh my god, this was an amazing movie. It, to me, it feels these movies are subpar mm-hmm. in my mind. And that 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 kind of breaks my heart because I know that they are they have the potential to be so yeah. Good. Well, the thing is, we don't know what DC is though, too, going forward, right? Because now, we're, if you're looking at it, right, Joker, very different, right? What Matt Reeves that's, is doing I mean, that's with a beautiful, yeah. right, right? What Matt Reeves is doing with the Batman even, is very. I didn't different. even put that in the category. Yeah, no, I know that's right. That's, that's why even, I'm saying that is, it, not, that is totally not even in, in like that is not. Yeah, but that's that's the way that. But that is the direction yeah. now that these the Suicide right. Squad is going to be different in its own way from things that came you know before. I mean, it's not going to be you know the what we got with the first suicide squad movie you know right. uh so th- they're going in different directions they're going to be trying different things some new things um and uh, and they're also going to be incorporating stuff on onto HBO Max you know mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see what direction they go with all of that stuff too so it's going to be a different uh it's going to be a different DC on film you know, universe now. Uh, so I, I don't yeah, I was gonna I'm, say from your from your mouth to God's ears. Yeah, yeah I hope so. I mean, because we've already Just, seen elements of it, right? Yeah, like we've seen an element of it. If you're gonna be a brand that sticks around, you know, you got to do what Madonna did. You got to reinvent yourself. You cannot just play with the same tools. True, but I would also say you have to. You can't be everything at once either. No, like you can't. But you're trying you, to play in multiple sandboxes. Right. But if you find like the heart of it, which I don't think they're there yet, you know? No, no, I, I agree with you. And I think it's funny, funny because I think it was a Toby Emmerich, some, something that said this way, way back was like, we're all about telling good stories. Mm-hmm. No, you, mm. you told a good story. Joker was a great story. That's a phenomenal story. Shazam, not a good story to me. Aquaman was not a good story to me. Wonder Woman was atrocious. 
84. So like 84. Not, not 84. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Like those are not those aren't things that I would define as like amazing storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think. Well, I think what he means by stories. we're going to when we're telling good stories, I think, is the idea that I don't know that it was like a literal thing. I think it was more like we're not concerned with shared universe things anymore. We're just going to tell the stories that we think are worth sure. telling and just how they're sure telling. They're good, but they yeah. So that right. means if, if we're going to go in a different direction with Batman and we're going to have multiple Batmans or different Jokers, or, like the idea is, you know, we're not going to not make the Todd Phillips Joker movie because Jared Leto was the Joker, you know, or mm-hmm. because right, there's right. a Joker. Yeah, no, no, it's no just that, the, that I, makes I, I think, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of where he was getting at with that was like, we're just going to focus on telling. It doesn't necessarily mean they're all going to be good stories, but the concept is if we have a story that we think is good, we're going to tell it, not worry about, you know, where it fits into mm-hmm. something, which is the way they really should have been yeah, doing sure. it from the beginning, because those are strong characters. Um, you, you said before you can't play in different sandboxes. I think you can as long as you're not looking to merge those sandboxes at any point, right? So, like, you can do what they did with Shazam. I just – Shazam, that Shazam wasn't going to fit with the Justice League, right, that they were no. building towards, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you can – you know, so you can do it, but you have to keep it – somewhat separate it doesn't mean that it all has to be completely separate you can have parts of it that are linked together um and that's okay i i've look i've always been on record as saying that as as a someone who was always a dc fan and not really a marvel fan as a kid um i would have been perfectly fine if they never i i've always found the justice league the least interesting part of dc mm-hmm. and again mm-hmm. mainly because batman is my favorite hero and batman in Justice yeah, League right. is never as exciting as he is on his own because yeah. you know he's the only one without the powers and he's kind of silly. He's got to he's got to be flown around or he's got to be just left in the mm. watchtower or something like that. So it kind of minimizes. I mean, yeah, there are things you can do with Batman that are cool, like when he comes up with ways to make sure that he can neutralize them if they ever go rogue and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's not really where I love my Batman, but. Um, you, they could have gone forever without making a Justice League film, and I would have been okay with that. Yeah. yeah. So, I hope they figure it out. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll try and watch it underneath. The you should. Photo. You should actually watch it. Uh, definitely after taking that, and then hey, it might make it give better. Us that perspective <laughs> that would be. Something. There you go. I'll be like, I'll drug Justice League. You ever seen Justice League? Like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Alrighty. Right. Yeah. Before we devolve any further. Sure. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. So go to thefanboygarage.com. You can check out our episodes. You can check out our shrinking merch store. Uh, as uh, we've now had two more designs pulled by the powers that be. You can, as of now, you cannot purchase the. Batfleck or Keaton return shirts, uh, so they have gone the way of the Jedi Training Academy shirt uh, that have been pulled now. Uh, so, but there are still <laughs> things up there. You can still get the "I'm Cool" I podcast and all that other stuff. Um, and who knows? Maybe certain things will make a return at some point. We'll yeah. have to see. Uh, of course, you could join the conversation on the social medias: the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram at the Fanboy Garage, and of course. 
uh, go to our YouTube channel, the Fanboy Garage Podcast, to watch us live and in living color uh, do this show. And uh, you can, of course, subscribe to that and hit the notification button so you can find out when our cool episodes drop and uh, like our episodes and all that fun stuff. That helps us a lot. And you can find me on Twitter at RealCLMighty. You guys can tweet me at banana underscore TFG. And you can find me on Twitter at A, a underscore blah, blah. Try that one more time. You can find me at A, a Ron Speaks. That is A underscore A underscore Ron Speaks. Thank you again so much for listening to episode 133 of the Fanboy Garage. We will check you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Bye. You're listening to the Fanboy Garage Podcast.